It's the Dogcast, episode number 432. This is your App State pregame show. Guys, we are happy to be here for football season, but I got to tell you, this show has a little static and some technical difficulties. There's a reason why we waited till Friday night. I didn't even want to put it out, but I thought you guys might kill me if I didn't. So, sound quality, not awesome, but here it is anyway for your listening pleasure. dog fans it is time it is college football season it's time for georgia bulldog football this is episode number 432 of the dog cast it's the app state pregame show i am sorry that we're a little bit late we had some old dog difficulties we had some technical difficulties but i got old dog here he's got a little static in his mic though old dog are you properly grounded over there on the other side of the console Man, I, I'm never, I'm never properly grounded. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are 60 feet underneath the surface of Sanford Stadium. It's the night before the big game. Kickoff tomorrow at six. Was that 6:15 kickoff? I think right. A 6:15 kickoff. Absolutely. You know, this could be the first time we've ever kicked off at 6:15. It is pretty weird, and we're a little late in the week doing the pregame show. It's Friday night. I yep. have been drinking. Uh, rye whiskey since about uh, noon. My favorite new rye whiskey, by the way, old dog, from Americus, Georgia, 13th Colony Distilleries, rye whiskey with ginger ginger beer. It's fantastic. Um, and I left a party to come down and do this show because the Twitterverse said we had to have a pregame show. Man, that's just how dedicated you are. I, it is. So... We are all business the night before kickoff, and uh, it's a big game. App State, man. Uh, everybody and, and they, knows. They're, they're a giant killer, and I really think this is going to be a real testament to Kirby Smart 
and his coaching philosophy and the coaches he's brought in as opposed to the regime we've had before. And really, I guess, probably a little bit of what we had a carryover from what we had last year, just think of Nickel State. Yeah, you know, it's funny funny you should mention the giant killer and the Nickel State thing. You know, they've been playing the Michigan, the 2007 Michigan-App State game, which everybody knows App State went to the big house and beat Michigan, you know. Since then, though, they've lost every single season opener since then where they've played a Power 5 school. Now, last year, they did take Tennessee to overtime, but don't you think a more appropriate video to watch in the locker room than the 2007 App State-Michigan game would have been, I don't know, maybe the 2016 Georgia Nickel State game? Absolutely. And, again, we have got, and, and hopefully this is happening, breaking the culture of entitlement. I mean, we cannot just show up and win as much as I'd like to think we could. Yeah. But, unfortunately, I think a lot of the players have listened to me and taken that to heart. And too many times over too many years, we have seen a Georgia team show up not prepared for an opponent like this, and what's the old thing, play down to their opponent, which is something that you usually don't see Alabama do. So hopefully Kirby has brought that feeling to this team, and those that are holdovers, like number seven, have got it in their mind that they really do have to play, and just your mere presence on the field isn't going to cut it. Let's hope you're right. We need some of that killer instinct, right? Because that whole playing down to your competition thing, that's how you end up losing to Vanderbilt at homecoming, right? That's how, yeah. that, that's the kind of thing. I mean, oh, I don't even want to talk about 2016, man. When you think about the home losses, I was just, I've been drinking this rye whiskey. I've been getting a little sentimental. And I started thinking about 2016. I started thinking about Joshua Dobbs and Vanderbilt and the, you know, uh, Georgia Tech. Georgia I mean, Tech. Just, uh, yeah. Anyway, happier times. It's 2016, and I'm still serious about sweeping the East. Actually. Yeah, you're right. 2017. I'm serious about sweeping the East, and. You know, my wife, the showbiz wife said, you know, before we can talk about sweeping the East, we got to sweep App State. How about let's just sweep App State? Yeah, I mean, that, and the best thing that could happen is we come out breathing fire and put them away early. And put them, and put them away and keep them put away. Not put them away and then, you know, go all lackadaisical and have them get back in. Uh, you know, we, you know, on paper, we look good, we should be good, but you don't ever know. I mean, I'm sitting here and I'm watching number nine Wisconsin get their ass handed to them by Utah State. I mean, you don't, you know, your favorite quote from Mike Tyson, you really, everybody's got a game plan until you get hit in the face. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> and and tomorrow we're going to get hit. And tomorrow we're going to get hit in the face. Well, let's talk about what it's going to take. Let's talk about who you need to look for. They've got two players that you really need to be interested in. One is this kid, Jalen Moore, number 25. He was the uh, 
Conference Player of the Year offense last year. He's 5'11", and he did 1,400 yards of offense last year. He can run up the middle, and he can get to the damn sidelines, too. And if he goes... 100, 150 yards, if he runs all over us, they're going to be able to control the clock. We're going to have a damn problem, right? Oh, absolutely. And and they are not a very good passing team. No, they're, they're uh, not they very like good. 108. I mean, and, you know, last year is last year in college. You know, you get different players come in and everything else. But I think they were 108th in passing. They've got the same quarterback. And, you know, his trick was – Pretend like he's going to pass and then run. Yeah, on every play. Uh, yeah, so you know we ought to, you know, hopefully, hopefully we we know that's going to happen. I hope so. I'm sure you know this guy's from Georgia, Calhoun, Georgia. Taylor Lamb is his name. He's yeah. from Calhoun, Georgia. They've got 24 players from the state of Georgia on their roster, including this quarterback whose uh, dad coaches at Mercer. Um, and, you know, I mean, he's got football smarts. These, you know, like Kirby Smart said, the best thing you can say about App State is they win football games. I mean, they yeah. win football games. They're, in the past five years, they are in the top six winningest programs, right? I mean, well, they're up it, there. It, I know, I know they don't play the kind of damn competition we play, but winning is a habit, dude. That's uh, the great uh, Vince Lombardi there. And I'm telling you, these guys are used to winning football games. Well, and not only that, but something that they do and do very, very well is they play up to their competition. I mean, you know, beat Michigan, took Tennessee to overtime. I mean, granted, they've lost, like as you well pointed out, they've lost a lot of opening games, but... They haven't been blown out in too many of them either. They hang around, and I guarantee you, you know, it it could be a perfect setup for us just like Tennessee was last year. Tennessee was the darling of the East last year. All these great players coming back, you know, they're, they're buying the hype. They're entitled, and they show up. And, you know, let's just hope we have gotten past that. I hope so. We're going to find out tomorrow. You know, um, incidentally, what are your thoughts on that Tennessee-George Tech game tomorrow? Um, who do you think wins that game? Well, you know, all all of the pundits are really, you know, they're Georgia Tech because they've all fallen in love with Paul Johnson again. But, uh, he, he, you know, it, it's a high school offense, and Tennessee's going to win. Mm. Okay. I mean, I can't ever – I can't ever – but – that's, I, I can't ever pick Georgia Tech to win anything. I know. Yeah, it's against the laws of the and universe. It just, it just goes against my grain, just God. like I can't drink Gatorade. Man, I know, right? Gatorade. All right, so I tell you, that's the two players to watch, this kid, the running back and the quarterback, Taylor Lamb at quarterback number 11 and Jalen Moore, number 25. How are you feeling about our rushing attack tomorrow? You know, App State's not very big. They don't have a dominant defensive line or anything like that. I believe it's a really good opening contest for our offensive line, right? I mean, we should be able 
hopefully it's you know it's a, a lighter version of what we have to expect against other SEC teams as we go forward in the schedule. Do you think we're going to be able to rush the ball effectively tomorrow? Do you think what do you think about our offensive line versus their D line? Well, let me let me preface that. I hope we are and we should be. You asked me what I think. Yeah, I think we can run the ball, but you know, I thought our offensive line was going to be a whole lot better last year than it was. You know, I was buying into a little bit of that hype and the Sam Pittman magic that he can, you know, take a take a bad player and put his hands on him and, you know, like Ernest Angley used to do and heal him and make him a good player. Uh, you know, I don't think he can take a bad player and make him good, but he can take good players and make them really, really good and get them to the pros. And hopefully we started that. Uh, I think we're going to see a big improvement in the offensive line. Sounds like they do. Lord knows these guys have heard from the middle of last year, those that were around, freshmen coming in, every article you read, everything says the biggest, weakest point of the Georgia team last year was the offensive line. That would really, if I were a member of the offensive line, I would want to erase that. I wouldn't want to hear that anymore. And hopefully that's the attitude these guys have. Yeah, I hope. I mean, I, this is a coming out party, I hope, for Jim Chaney and for Jacob Eason, for our well, backfield. For more, more important than anybody else for, for Nick Chubb. I mean, you know, guy was going great, could have, could have set a, a number of Georgia records, and he has that just horrendous injury up in that cow pasture that they like to play on up in Tennessee. And, you know, who really, last year, who knows if Nick Chubb was not 100%, and the offensive line, obviously it was a combination of the two, but for all reports and everything we've seen, you know, in looking up from the bunker, Chubb is quicker than he was last year, has that spring in his step, and Lord knows he's lived in the weight room. I mean, there's nobody pound for pound stronger than that kid. Uh, I just hope he has a great, great year. And I hope the offensive line takes enough pride in themselves to open up holes because with the stable of running backs we have, if we can give them a hole, we can dominate. Man, I'm ready for some football, baby. I am ready for some football. I'm ready for some passing and some running, some blocking and some tackling. I am ready to see these linebacking core and our defensive line. I want to see Natrez Patrick and... Man, I want to see Davin Bellamy. I want to see all the guys. I'm just ready for real football, man. You know, and I really want to see number seven live up to his hype. I want to be able to say his name. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I think he's going to bring it tomorrow, dude. I think him and Bellamy, I am, I am, I am so optimistic right now. I am so jacked up on the Kool-Aid, I cannot get any higher. Oh, absolutely. And you talk about getting jacked up and totally changing the subject. But two things. I am not buying into the Auburn love whatsoever. I mean, the fact that you get a quarterback from Baylor, you know, that's going to turn your program around. Who cares? Let's get real. And, And where does all this love for NC State come from? 
all of a sudden a mediocre team because they've got a couple good defensive linemen is is a giant killer. Yeah. Hey, we'll find out. I don't know. I mean, yeah. man, we're going to find out real soon this weekend. So uh, we'll see. I mean, it wouldn't hurt my feelings at all if North Carolina State won this weekend. <laughs> that wouldn't bother me a bit. No, no, me either. But I just, you know, it. it you just, these folks come out of the blue and they kind of get to be media darlings and then just it just snowballs. And it's like no one wants to say, well, you know, cool your jets a minute. Maybe they're not that good. Yeah, it's still just NC State, right? Well, I'm excited about the game. I'm excited about tailgating tomorrow. We'll be in the railroad lot. Old Dog, there's not a ton to say about App State. Everybody knows the deal. Everybody knows what App State's all about. Guys, they're a running team. They do a lot of read-pass option stuff. It's mostly read. It's mostly run. And, um, you know, the quarterback's going to pull and run. He had like 500 yards rushing last year. Uh, the quarterback did. I mean, they're they're a running team, right? They're a running team. They're just a little bit sexier than Georgia Tech, right? It's the same old story, though. We just got to outman them and wear them down and, and, and put and, them away. And we, and we should. Yeah. And And that's the thing. We should. I mean, these guys play on emotion. They get jacked up. And they play above their heads when when it's called for. And we can't let that happen. And it's because the other team comes in. I mean, I know Tennessee last year, they're like, oh, you know, App State, you know, we'll blow them out. You know, they're looking. And, you know, and we were in the same thing. I mean, we're coming up against Notre Dame the weekend after, the weekend after that. Yeah. You know, it, it'd be hard not to look past them, but you can't do it. And that all boils down to coaching. And what did what did old dog bitch about for years and years and years with the old regime was the coaching and not having these guys prepared. And I hope I don't have to do it anymore. Well, there you go, dog fans. That's all we got to say. I know this show has some static in it. I'm sorry about the sound quality, guys. We wanted to get something out. We've had a couple of uh, bunker issues. Nothing like what they've had in Houston, but we've had some technical difficulties. We've had some water issues here in well, the bunker. Well, and, and not know, just that, but in one of the squirrels that runs the wheel that runs my Internet passed away. Right, exactly. <laughs> so we're working on it. We'll be better over the weekend. Guys, thanks for listening. Remember, you can call us at 706 706- Three two three zero two one zero. You can also email us at dogcast at gmail dot com. Call us at seven zero six three two three zero two one zero. Email us at dogcast at gmail dot com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get you on the show. We'd love to hear what you think. What you think we should do? We're gonna have cups. Um, we're gonna have shirts. We're gonna do it upright this year, guys. So. Start thinking about your cup order. If you hit the cup button on the website, even though it says 2016, I know what cup you want. Just hit the cup button, and uh, we'll have cups on Sunday, shipping on Tuesday. Do we still have 2016 cups available? We do, if anybody wants a couple. Yeah. I do have some 2016 cups. I'm kind of trying to forget 2016. But uh, if you well, want a 2016 cup, I got it. The best way to do it would be to get them out of the warehouse. Yeah, no shit. And with some damn 
America's Georgia Rye Whiskey. But there anyway, you go. I've got a super empty bottle sitting here, by the way. Um, need more rye whiskey. Dog fans, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the railroad tracks tomorrow. Go dogs! Between the hallowed hedges of Sanford Stadium, within the historic streets of Athens, inside the hearts of the Bulldog Nation, lies a collective spirit that thrives despite adversity, overcomes despite the odds, outmatches any opponent. You'll be sacked, Jarvis Jones, the sackmaster! The game asks the question, you, the athlete, will you train through exhaustion? Do you want it more than they do? Are you strong enough? You, the fan, will you be the rock, the passion, the foundation for our young men and women to risk failure for the glory we share? Got to look to the right, hang it up to the end zone, and touchdown! Marlon Brown threw it right over the defensive back's head. We are in this together. We are one, Georgia. The athlete commits to lay their ambition on the line every day. Raise your arms, that's a touchdown! The fan commits to fly the glorious red and black year after year. Win or lose, rise or fall, we are intertwined in the web of history. We are symbiotic in our existence. For this is not just a game. It is a legacy. And loyalty knows no halftime. Pride has no status. All in has no plan B. Commit to the G.